Welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Avos, this year where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say we are in season 5 with the commentary of the Sfornum and the translation and notes of Rabbi Palkovitz, continuing with the wonderful phrases, the wonderful teachings of Hillel, all of the Pirkei Avos are wonderful, but again we talked about how Hillel is a fascinating character himself. He used to say, we are in Bez Vav, we are in chapter 2, paragraph 6. What did Hillel used to say? He used to say, Ein bor A boar cannot be fearful of sin. Someone who is not learned, someone who doesn't know anything, someone who is not knowledgeable at all of the Torah and its mitzvahs and its laws and things you're supposed to avoid, how can he really be fearful of sin? He doesn't know anything. He doesn't know what's right or wrong. He doesn't know the difference between right and wrong. How could he really be fearful of sin? Someone who is unlearned cannot be scrupulously pious. Someone who doesn't know anything also can't be pious. Also can't go the Fnei which you know is really the best way to go. Really to try to go above and beyond what's required of us is the best way to go, not just doing the letter of the law. If someone doesn't know anything, he can't really be fearful of sin. He doesn't know what to be fearful of, and he can't really be pious. He doesn't know what to be pious of. Someone who is a bashful person cannot learn. Reminds me of the idea of when I was in school, in college, and in, in grad school. If I never asked a question, I never wanted to clarify something, I never really would know the solution. So even though it might be embarrassing or might be a little bit unnerving to raise your hand in class, especially in college and grad school, to ask something, I had to raise my hand and ask much more in grad school than college. But it, but making sure to clarify things, understanding things, contributing things, if you don't, Get up and put yourself out there a little bit by reaching out to the teacher, reaching out to a rabbi, reaching out to a mentor. How are you supposed to learn? How are you supposed to know? You're not going to learn anything if you're too bashful. Someone who is impatient cannot teach. Anyone who is ever a teacher, anyone who ever tried to teach anything, anyone who ever tried to give over knows and must know that there is a tremendous amount of patience required. If someone is very quick to anger, someone is very quick to be frustrated or irritated or annoyed, they're not going to be able to give over to the children. They're not going to be able to teach. They're not going to be able to give over their knowledge. You can't be someone who's really impatient. You cannot teach. You have to have the proper patience to teach children, especially young children. You have to be able to be involved, to know, to have the right amount of patience to be involved. Anyone excessively occupied in business cannot become a scholar. If you're excessively a workaholic, and you're working 20-hour days, you have no time for Torah. That is not good. Even if you try to balance yourself, but you have 10-hour work days, 15-hour work days, how are you going to have any time for Torah? You need to be able to have a balance. The Rambam says you got to work 8 hours, you got to sleep 8 hours, you got to use the other 8 hours for the other aspects of your day. The Rambam himself was a physician, was a doctor, but also wrote great work. So the Rambam figured out how to balance things. You can't be too occupied in business to be a real scholar. Of a makam she'ein anashim, one of my favorite phrases in the entire Pirkei Avos. Of a makam she'ein anashim, heshtada lihiyos ish. In a place where there are no leaders, strive to be a leader. You need to stand up. You need to be that person if there's no one around. I'm working right now on a concept with a fellow 
Yehudi, obviously a fellow religious person, were trying to get an idea, an app off the ground, which we see there's a, plath- a dearth of ideas involved. This is not out there as far as we know. I wanted to get off the ground. I feel very passionate about it. This is the example of when there's no place, you need to strive to be a place. This is actually the phrase that we use from my dad. I love a shalom on his tombstone. He passed when I was a very young kid. He was very much involved in the community, very much involved in the neighborhood, in the town. He was involved in the nursing home, and he was involved in the hospital. He was a doctor. He had a practice. He also saw patients in the home. He was also very involved in our lives. He stood up to be a leader when there wasn't a leader. We need to make sure in our own lives to stand up to be a leader when there is no leader. I thought of the ideas a couple of years ago to do these podcasts, thanks to Hashem. Not that I'm a leader in any which way, form, or fashion at all, but I didn't see this out there, and I felt like I wanted to use my voice, and that was my idea of stepping up and doing so. I thought about the book idea. It didn't fly, but at least that was an idea trying to work on, and now currently trying to work on that other concept, that other idea. If you see that there's something, a lack of there, you need to stand up and do it. If someone needs a leader and there's no leader, step up and be that leader. There's an initiative, a coat drive, a toy drive, a food drive. Something is out there that needs to be spearheaded and they need someone to do it. You should do it. Step up and do it. Even in shul, if they have no one to dive, and you step up and dive for the Ahmed. If they're, if they're, Something in the community, something needs to be done, or or someone needs meals, someone needs something, step up and do it. In a place where there are no leaders, strive to be a leader. One of my favorite phrases in the entire picture of us. Think about it and keep it to heart. Be that person. Step up to the plate. Don't be... A bore. Don't be an unlettered person. You can't be properly fearful of sin. You can't be really pious if you don't know anything about the halachas, anything about the Torah, anything about the mitzvahs, or anything like that. You got to be the proper patience to be able to teach. You can't be too bashful to learn. If you're too involved in business, you can't be a scholar. And if there are no leaders, you need to be that leader. The Sforno points out, man of the masses, I gave you sound advice when I told you to designate some time for Torah study. Don't claim when I have time, I'll study from the previous Mishnah. For even though you may not aspire to master the Chelika in Yonin, the philosophical intellectual aspect of Torah, nonetheless it is not beyond you to acquire the Chelika Ma'asi, the practical aspects of Torah. For a boar cannot be fearful of sin, even though he may be careful not to transgress certain sins, and an unlearned person cannot be scrupulously pious, even though he may at times perform acts of loving kindness. For he does this because he follows the customs of his forefathers by rote. As for you, when you will designate some time to study Torah, do not be ashamed to ask questions, for the bashful person cannot learn. As it is written, If you have acted foolishly by lifting yourself up from Mishlein, in reference to this, the sages said, If you are willing to make yourself a fool in Torah study, you will be lifted up. From the Gemara in Brachos 63. Impatient person, also be careful not to study with a teacher who is impatient, for the quick, impatient person cannot teach. If you're too involved in business, anyone excessively occupied in business cannot become a scholar. Therefore, it is fitting that you set aside some time for Torah study so that your numerous business responsibilities do not impede you from studying. Make sure you're kovia itim. I'm not telling you 100 hours, but you need some time that is the, the golden time, the untouchable time that is your kovia itim, your permanent time every day, a little bit, to study Torah. Even if you do study and gain some Torah knowledge, do not attempt to become a teacher and a guide to others in a community where there are great Torah scholars, as they say, just say, Ba'asar de'is gevar taman lo gevar. In a town where there is a wise man, there you should refrain from being a wise man. 
However, that's from Gemara Bracha 63, in a place where there are no leaders, strive to be that leader. You need to strive to be that leader. The notes point out, the Svarna links this Mishnah, which is a continuation of Hillel's teachings, to the concluding section of the previous Mishnah. Whereas the first part of that Mishnah is directed primarily, if not exclusively, to the intellectual and scholarly segment of the populace, the admonition to set aside time for Torah study on a daily basis is aimed at the general populace, those whom the Svarna calls men of the masses. It is this person whom Hillel continues to address in this Mishnah. He urges the average Jew to pursue Torah knowledge in order to perfect that area which the Svarna calls Chelek HaMa'asi, the practical aspect of Torah, namely mitzvah observance, as he posits in Mishnah 1.1. Only by increasing one's knowledge of this aspect of Torah can one avoid performing mitzvahs by rote and improve the quality and standard of his mitzvah observance. The Svarna also explains Hillel offers practical advice to the man of the masses regarding Torah study, be it in his conduct as a student or the personality of the teacher he chooses. He also cautions a lay student to recognize his own shortcomings and not abrogate authority to himself when a religious decision is to be made, or even when teaching Torah to those who are less educated. Circumstances and good judgment should dictate when to assume the role of teacher, when to accept the role of student. So the Mishnah points out to us, the Mishnah tells us that we need to make sure to be involved in the right aspect. We need to make sure to not be that bored, to not be that unlearned person, to make sure we're not too bashful to learn, that we're not too impatient to learn from the proper teacher or to be the proper teacher. Don't be too involved in business. Hillel himself had to work for that one dinar, half to give to his family, half to give to tuition, to learn in the study hall. He knew you have to work and you have to learn. And make sure that you stand up when there is a place where there is no leader, where there's no innovation, there's no app, or there's no this or that, yet you set it up, you be that leader, you be that innovator in your own life. Join us next time as we talk about when Hillel saw a skull floating on the water. What did he say here on the TTPA? And I'm your host, Tani.